The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Thursday, October 6, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news made possible when you make your movie source Amazon Video using my links at buzzburbank.com. Before things go flying off the shelves from a hurricane, things were flying off the shelves in grocery stores as Floridians stocked up on bread, beer, and toilet paper. In South Florida, lines of people were waiting to refill their propane cylinders. ATMs were running out of cash and stations ran out of gas. Thousands of flights in and out of South Florida have been canceled. People on the coast north of Miami have the most to fear tonight. Millions of people are evacuating along the southern east coast of this country. Matthew, a Category 4 storm, is approaching Florida at 12 miles an hour with gusts up to 160 miles an hour. The Carolinas may be spared after all. The storm's expected to make a sharp right turn at Georgia on Saturday and head out to sea. It will, however, still pass close enough to the Carolinas to be a big concern there. Matthews killed over 30 people in the Caribbean and was, as of this recording, dumping a foot of rain on the Bahamas, now heading for the U.S. with winds of 125 miles an hour and re-strengthening. It should be a Category 4 storm again by the time it reaches the east coast of Florida tonight. Hurricane warnings now extend upward into Georgia. One of the replacement phones Samsung issued to replace the phones that exploded and caught fire has itself self-ignited. It happened on a Southwest Airlines flight from Louisville to Baltimore, forcing the plane to be evacuated as the cabin filled with smoke. The new Galaxy 7 was turned off and resting inside a man's jacket pocket when it started crackling and billowing smoke. Samsung, which will suffer the effects of these bad phones for years, says it will cooperate with authorities in the investigation. About two dozen people have been injured by the phones, and there have been nearly five dozen fires in homes and cars. Yet another NSA contractor working for the same company as did Edward Snowden has been arrested for stealing top-level government secrets. The FBI says it found the documents in the home of Booz Allen Hamilton worker Harold T. Martin III in the Washington, D.C. suburb of Glen Burnie, Maryland. But this case may be different. Although we don't know why Martin may have had the documents, his lawyer says there's no evidence that with a lifetime of dedicated service to the U.S. that Martin had any intention of sharing that information with anyone. His wife says he's a good man and she stands beside him. Still, putting those documents at risk is a crime, and the government hopes to make an example of Martin, something it failed to do in the Snowden case. With Donald Trump slipping in the polls, the National Rifle Association has purchased $6.5 million more TV advertising. The NRA ad, the new one, features a woman who supposedly used a pistol in her purse to fend off an attacker in a parking garage. She looks into the camera and praises Trump for supporting the Second Amendment. Hillary Clinton has also said she supports the Second Amendment, but has also called for common-sense gun laws, upon which 90% of Americans agree, including gun owners. That would include universal background checks. But that fact doesn't fit the narrative of either the NRA or Donald Trump. The latest ad brings the NRA's spending on behalf of Trump to $17 million. The Ford Motor Company's finally fighting back against Donald Trump's claim that it's sending our jobs to Mexico. Bill Ford, Henry's great-grandson, says he's already talked with Trump about this, trying to set him straight. 
Ford says Trump's comments are misleading and infuriating. Ford says no U.S. factories are closing, and the plant in Wayne, Michigan, that Trump points to, has just been assigned two new vehicles to make once the Focus assembly line moves south of the border. More importantly, he says, no American jobs are being eliminated, contrary to Trump's claim. Quoting Ford, whatever he's saying, he's going to say, I suppose, but the facts speak for themselves. Ford has hired 26,000 Americans since taxpayers bailed it out in 2008, and it's paid back every penny, paying its bills and avoiding bankruptcy along the way. Something Trump has been unable to do in his business. The election is now 32 days away. Republicans have criticized Obamacare because they want it eliminated. Bill Clinton says he criticized it to talk about how his wife might improve it, keeping the parts Americans like, including no pre-existing conditions, and keeping your kids insured on your policy till they're 25. Republicans made political hay this week after the former president called aspects of the Affordable Care Act crazy, making life tough for people making a little too much money to qualify for government help with rising insurance bills. To quiet the hubbub, Mr. Clinton spoke out yesterday saying he supports Obamacare because it's provided health insurance for 25 million people who didn't have it before. But he says everyone can see problems with Obamacare that need to be fixed. President Obama has repeatedly invited Congress to bring him improvements to sign, but the Republican leadership has refused, still preferring to scrap the health care reform law and start over. Mrs. Clinton says nobody wants to go through that again. There were plenty of hashtags to go around during and after Tuesday night's vice presidential debate, but the one that got the most play was inspired by Trump running mate Mike Pence. Clinton running mate Tim Kaine had just repeated his criticism of Trump's reference to Mexican immigrants as rapists and drug dealers. This time, Pence responded, Senator, you've whipped out that Mexican thing again. That Mexican thing went viral, and one Clinton supporter quickly registered the domain, www.thatmexicanthing.com, which now automatically redirects to hillaryclinton.com. Hispanics posted some of the most compelling tweets, including, you know, that Mexican thing is my dad working from picking onions to becoming a school administrator. Another wrote, where my dad could go from picking strawberries as a kid in California to serving in the U.S. Army for 28 years, hashtag that Mexican thing. Voters are being kept away from the polls in Wisconsin where DMV workers have been misinforming people trying to get photo IDs to comply with that state's tough new law. An undercover operation caught DMV employees at nearly a dozen locations, telling one woman her ID might not be ready in time for the election, despite a court order to turn those around in six days. In other cases, the woman was told she'd need to buy a copy of her birth certificate, even though no birth certificate is required if the voter doesn't have one. And such a fee would be a violation of the federal ban on poll taxes. Wisconsin's strict voter ID law is still being challenged since it appears to discriminate against people in three groups most likely not to have photo IDs, college students, minorities, and people of low income. In other words, mostly Democratic voters. A federal judge has now ordered an investigation into the apparent voter suppression at the Wisconsin Division of Motor Vehicles. Support news and comment with follows, likes, and shares across social media at Buzz Burbank and Michael J. Elston. This is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. Here's a way to really support this free daily newscast and get more entertainment for less money. You see, compared to Netflix and Hulu, Amazon Prime Video has 
three to four times as many streaming movies, and it costs a dollar less per month. You can subscribe to Amazon Prime Video through my webpage on a monthly basis for just $8.99. Amazon Prime Video has thousands of TV shows, including award-winning original series. But if you love movies, Amazon Prime Video is the one for you, and for a dollar a month less than Netflix and Hulu. And Prime Video is now available on a monthly basis at the lowest price in streaming. Subscribing to Amazon Prime Video or Amazon Prime, also available monthly, Help support this free daily newscast when you go through the links you'll find at buzzburbank.com. Oklahoma's tough new anti-abortion law has been struck down by the state's very own Supreme Court. It was struck down unanimously as unconstitutional. The bill passed last year but not yet in effect because of the legal challenges covers four issues the court called not germane, relative, and cognate. More importantly, the Oklahoma State Supreme Court ruled the Sooner State's law puts undue burdens on access to abortion under the guise of protecting the health of women. The judges say provisions of the law, separately or together, do nothing to address women's health. This is the eighth time a national reproductive rights group has challenged Oklahoma abortion laws and the eighth time it succeeded. The tough Texas abortion law has also been struck down, but that took an act of the U.S. Supreme Court. Los Angeles police are hoping the video they released this week will ease the tension that's run through days of protests there. Over the weekend, an African-American teenager was shot to death by police. The video shows 18-year-old Carnell Snell Jr. with a gun, the semi-automatic pistol police say they found at the scene. Snell was brought down by two shots by officers who say they felt an imminent threat. That part is not on video. Police say they released what they had to correct a faulty public record and not to denigrate the deceased. The tension is building, though, between the U.S. and Russia, that relationship already more tense than it's been in decades. Here's the latest. On Monday, someone fired mortars into the Russian embassy in Damascus, Syria, and two mines exploded nearby. No one was killed, but Russia blames U.S. policies for what it calls a terrorist attack. Russia has announced it's installing a new missile defense system in Syria as a, quote, preventative measure. It's the first time this system's ever been deployed outside of Russia. Russia says the system is purely defensive for shooting down other missiles and, quote, poses no threat to anyone. Russia announced the installation right after the U.S. broke off talks about a ceasefire in Syria. And fighter jets from NATO yesterday intercepted two Russian bomber jets as they flew over Norway and Spain. The Russian bombers also flew too close to a couple of civilian airliners that day. The jets were escorted out of those countries by warplanes from Norway, France, and Great Britain. At the scene of last week's train crash in Hoboken, investigators have found the train's other black box data recorder. The first one found right after the crash proved useless. It hadn't been working perhaps one of the dozens of safety violations for which the New Jersey Transit had been cited and fined. They have now also recovered the front-facing video camera from the train and the motorman's personal cell phone, which he had said was turned off and stowed in his backpack. The devices recovered all appear to be working, but the data is being reviewed with no new revelations yet. That black box might tell us how fast the train was going, the motorman says before he blacked out, it was 10 miles an hour. Witnesses say the train was doing two or three times that speed. Investigators say the witnesses seem to be closer to the truth. The crash killed a woman on the platform and injured over 100 passengers on board. 
Now that Ohio's announced it's resuming its executions, Texas is not to be outdone. While Ohio's returning to the practice in January after a three-year hiatus, Texas restarted its death penalty program last night after a six-month break. And while six months is not long by Ohio standards, it is the longest quiet spell in the Texas death chamber in eight years. Even death penalty critics cringe at the crimes that brought about that last execution six months ago and the one last night. Back in April, Pablo Vasquez was put to death after he confessed to killing a 12-year-old boy and drinking the boy's blood 20 years ago. The killer who got the needle last night was trigger-happy Barney Fuller, who'd called his neighbors to say, Happy New Year, I'm going to kill you, which he admits he later did. Thanks to better nutrition, better medicine, and softer lives, people are living longer than they used to. Life expectancies have been growing over the years, so where does it stop? Maybe here. A new study suggests we'll never make it to 200 years. The study suggests we'll likely top out at 125. That's the current record. But your odds of making it that far are very slim, about 1 in 10,000. Many parts of the human body just aren't built to last beyond that. Babies born in the U.S. today can expect to live to 79, and while that may not seem old to someone in their 90s, remember our life expectancy average was 47 years, just over 100 years ago. The study, if you're interested, is in the new issue of the journal Nature. The band The White Stripes is more than a little unhappy with Donald Trump's use of their song Seven Nation Army in one of his TV commercials. Frontman Jack White says the song was used illegally and that the group is, quote, disgusted by Trump's use of it. Apparently, there's not much the Stripes can do about it except tweet all this, adding that it, the group, has nothing to do with the Trump campaign. The band is in good company. Elton John, Adele, Steven Tyler, Neil Young, the Rolling Stones, and Michael Stipe have all also asked Trump to stop using their music. And finally, a North Carolina man is driving a shiny 2000 Chevy Blazer. It's shiny because it's now covered with 51,300 new pennies. It took seven weeks to glue them all on one by one at six or seven hours a day. It also took 80 tubes of silicone glue and three gallons of fiberglass boat glue. The pennies and the glue have made the truck much heavier. Quoting owner Larry Hall of Ashboro, the hood's so heavy I have to prop it open. Of course, being covered in pennies has increased the truck's value by more than $513. You could argue that Larry's Chevy Blazer is now a Lincoln. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at BuzzBurbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. Buzz, 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 buzz. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.